Sicha for Parshas Koirach. That's from Chelek Yud Gimel, volume 13, the second Sicha for Koirach. This Sicha is a Rambam Sicha. I would say it's a Lomdisha Sicha. It's like a pilpul. It goes a little back and forth, but at the end, we'll get a clarity in one of the mitzvahs that are mentioned in this week's Parsha. And of course, we'll have a better understanding in the Rambam and in the category of that mitzvah what it's about. After the story with Koirach, with the people who died because they brought the Ktoiris, the Eden came and they complained and they said, you know, we're all afraid now because anybody who comes close psh, will die. And Hashem directs Moshe to remind the Koyanim, to tell the Koyanim that they are the ones who are charged with Shmira Samikdash. They have to make sure that no one gets close to the base Samikdash. Everybody keeps their proper distance. Let's do the Sicha. The Sicha, in trying to keep to about a half hour or so, we're not going to be able to learn the whole Sicha inside. It's just impossible. Um, not even to go through every single detail. But I'll try my best to cover the main parts of the Sicha, the back and forth, the main gist of it, and come out with the conclusions that the Rebbe draws on this Rambam, based on the Mishnas that we're going to introduce. Let's learn at least the first two paragraphs inside. From the Psukim that are in our Parsha, which speak about the guarding of the Beis HaMikdash, the Rambam learns in Sefer Mitzvahs, quote, that Hashem commanded us to guard the Mishnas, and to continuously, constantly go around it, to honor it, and to exalt it, and to make it great. And he says, quote, in the Pasuk, to speak to Aaron, saying, that you and your children together with you before the tent of meeting, meaning to say, you shall always constantly be before me. And this commandment is again mentioned in a slightly different expression. And Hashem says, and He quotes the Pasuk, And they shall um, guard the guarding of the oil moyed, of the tent of meeting. End of quote. That's how the Rambam presents the mitzvah in the Sefer HaMitzvahs. Vihine. The Sefer Hayat, in the Sefer HaLochis of the Rambam, the Yad the Rambam clarifies, and of course in more detail, the mitzvah of protecting the Mishnah, of guarding the Mikdash. And this is, this is his exact words, quote, The guarding of the Mikdash is a mitzvah saseh. And although there is no fear of an enemy or robbers or anyone that should come and attack the base of Mikdash, yet there's a mitzvah. Why? Because the whole purpose of the, of, the, of the mitzvah, of guarding it, 
is just a matter of giving covet, of giving honor. And he explains, You cannot compare a palace that has guards to a palace that doesn't have guards. I mean, we all know that all the big palaces in the world have like an honor guard, even though they're not the actual protection of the place, but they are there, and that gives honor to the place. And then, the Ramam continues in the second halacha, quote, The guarding of this, this guarding, the guarding of the Beis Hamikdash, the mitzvah is the entire night. Who are the guards? The Koyim and the Levim. Shenemar, like it says, that when it's, he quotes from this week's parsha, and you, meaning you, Aaron, and your children with you before the tent of meeting, Kiloimar, meaning to say, you're going to be the guards for me. You're going to help guard my palace. And it also says, and it also says, and he quotes that Pasik, and they shall watch, they should keep the guarding of the oil mayat. And it says, And then in reference to the Levim, when it describes how they camped, it says that Moshe, Aaron, and his children camped on the east side in front of the oil mayat, and how the Levim were around them. The Levim were a support for the Koyanim. And now the Rebbe asks several questions. And from these questions, we're going to segue into a, a, an amazing understanding of what's going on here. Number one, you see a difference, a stark difference between the way he describes it in the Sefer HaMitzvahs and the way he describes it in the Sefer Hayad, which is the Sefer of Halachas. In the Sefer HaMitzvahs, he introduces the Pesukim right away and he uses that as the premise of explaining to us what has to be done. Whereas in the Sefer Halacha, in the Yad HaChazaka, the Rambam first describes that you have to watch and why you have to watch, and it's a matter of COVID. Then in the second Halacha, he goes into telling us when it needs to be done, and only after telling us the whole Halacha does he quote the Psukim. Does he tell us the Psukim? Why this difference? Now, of course, it may not seem like a big deal to you and me, but the fact is, it's the same person that wrote the Sefer HaMitzvahs and wrote the Rambam. There has to be a reason why he chose this particular order. Number two, and this is a very obvious question. If the guarding of the Beis HaMikdash is for the purpose of honoring it, for giving it covet, then it should be done all the time, 24-7. Why only at night? And the, the Rambam emphasizes that this is a mitzvah only at night. Number three. If you look just purely at the psukim, it would seem that it needs to be guarded all the time. It says the Beis HaMikdash should have the mishmeres, should have the guarding, should be, uh, should be looked after all the time. It doesn't give us a timeline. So where does the Rambam come up with this? that it's only at night. And number four, what do these words mean? In the Sefer HaMitzvahs, the Ramam throws in Loleches Sevivoy Tomit, to constantly go around it. What exactly does that mean? What does that mean? And, and, and what, what is that all about? In order to understand this, the Rebbe actually directs us to Mishnayis. 
which is really the source from where the Rambam knows these halachas. The Rambam takes it from the Shas. If you look in Mishnayis, you look, there are two Mesechtas that at least part of this halacha, both of them are mentioned and almost verbatim, the same exact words, over in one Mesechta and in the other Mesechta. Namely, if you take Meseches Tambit, the very first Mishvet, Mishnah tells us, quote, in three places, the Koyinim guard the Beis Samitash. And it describes those places, and it tells us what those places were like, and it tells us that the young Koyinim, the youth, would guard there, and, you know, what happens if a Koyin had to leave, and so on, and, um, and uh, you know, how they slept there, how they did the guarding. Go to the next Mesechta, the very next Mesechta, and this is in the same Seder of Mishnayis, Meseches Midois, which speaks about the Beis Amitosh, the dimensions, how it was built, what needs to be in the Beis Amitosh. And once again, it tells us, quote, in three places, the Kayanim guarded the Beis Amitosh. And it tells us again, it names those three places. The only difference here in Meseches Midois versus Meseches Tamid is that it also tells us about the 21 places where the Levium guard. And the basic difference between the Koyinim and the Levium was that the Koyinim guarded on the inside, because remember the Koyinim are allowed inside, in the inside, and they would lock the doors actually, and the Levium had their posts in strategic places on the outside of the Beis Amritosh, the various places that they were designated to watch during the night. And also, the next Mishnah tells us about the Ish Harabayis, the person in charge, almost like the foreman of the guards. And he would go around all night, make sure that everybody's on their post and no one's sleeping. And it describes what would be done if somebody fell asleep, he can even beat him, and so on, burn his clothing. The idea is there was somebody always there making sure that they guarded. Why would a Mishnah repeat something that has already been written before? Another question, and it seems to be also very obvious. Meseches Midas, okay, it speaks about the Beis Amikdash. Meseches Tomid, yes, it speaks about the Beis Amikdash, but not the Beis Amikdash itself per se, rather the Avoid on the Beis Amikdash. What does Tomid mean? Tomid means the continuous, constant Avoid. And Meseches Tomid is there to speak about the order of the Avoid, Namely, the Meseches, the, the, the Korban Tamid, how it began in the day, and everything that went along with it, whether it's the lotteries that they made, whether it's the preparation, the cleaning away of the ashes, and things like that. Why would it mention the idea that the Kohenim guarded in these three places? And then once it mentions it here, why would again have to mention it in the very next Mesech, the Meseches Midas, although the Rebbe does quote a Mephoidosh, that says, well, perhaps in Meseches Midois, it once again tells us about the three places the Koyinim guarded, because since it's mentioning the Levim, it already begins from the beginning of the story. But that doesn't really answer the question. Or it doesn't answer all the questions. It certainly doesn't explain why then the Mishnah would mention it again if it had just been learned just several prokim ago, several chapters before, in the beginning of Meseches Tamid. So in Ois Gimel, in chapter 3, the Rebbe begins by giving us a better idea, a deeper understanding into the concept, into the category, the gather, as we call it in halacha, of what this guarding is all about. 
why they would have to guard. And there's two ways to look at it. You could look at it either it as being just another detail in the whole building slash concept of what the Beis Amitash is all about. In other words, this is part of the Beis Amitash. Just like the Beis Amitash needs to have stones and it needs to build in this particular dimension and it needs to contain these amount, this amount of space, it also needs to have a guard. It's just part of the building upkeep maintenance of this Beis Amitash, which fits into Meseches Midas. Or you can look at it as just a detail in the avoida, in the service that was done in the Beis Amikdash. Yes, it's connected to the Beis Amikdash because it had to be done in the Beis Amikdash. It couldn't be done elsewhere, but it's not really part of the building code, so to speak. Rather, what was done in the building, what the building served. Another way of looking at it, and to get a little more lumdish, and this is a very well well um, used well used uh, concepts that are used to dissect sometimes a halacha to better understand it is this a matter of chefza or is this a matter of gavra chefza means the object meaning is this a matter that pertains to the object to the thing namely the base of mikdash is this a requirement in the chefza of the base of mikdash or is this a matter of gavra, the obligation of the individual, in this case the individuals, the Kayanim, who work in the Beis HaMikdash. Again, it's connected to the Beis HaMikdash, and it serves the Beis HaMikdash, but it's more their obligation. To break it down, do you say this is a Chefza of the Beis HaMikdash, because this is the Kavod of the Beis HaMikdash, or do you say this is a Chiyuv Gavra, the individual's obligation, because this is the obligation of the Kayanim and the Levim supported them in guarding the Beis Hamidash that no one should enter, no one should come where they shouldn't go, and so on and so forth. If we use this breakdown, this distinction, we can say that perhaps Meseches Midois, which speaks about the building, the dimensions of it, and the requirements of what it took to make the base of Mikdash and bring it up to where it has to be a base of Mikdash. That's why over there, it speaks about the guarding and it brings the Koyanim and the Levim, all the guards. Versus Meseches Tamid, Tamid is more focused on what? The Avoidah, the service in the base of Mikdash. The service in the base of Mikdash pertains to the Koyanim. That is the individuals, the Gavra aspect of things. Thus, over there it only mentioned the Kayanim. And the Rebbe will now elaborate. Let's go back to the Rambam. Remember, Hilchos Beis Habechira. This is the Halachis. These are the Halachis of what? Of the Beis Hamikdash. The Halachis of the Beis Hamikdash where the Rambam describes to us how it was built, what is required for it to be considered a Beis HaMikdash, everything that goes along with the building. And therefore, the Rambam focuses not on the Psukim from our Parsha, because these Psukim 
speak more about the obligation of the Koyhanim, the obligation of the Koyhanim and the Levim with them, to make sure that the Yidin do not come close, meaning the guarding for purposes of keeping everybody out, of keeping everybody away, which is their Gavra, their personal, their individual obligation. That's not the focus of the Rambam here. The Rambam's focus is the building itself. The building itself needs to have a guard. The building itself needs to be guarded because it needs to be honored. As the Rambam said, the guard brings the honor. Because there's a guard, like he said, you cannot compare a palace that has no guards to a palace that has a guard. The prestige is totally different. However, if we move on to Ois Hay, to chapter 5, some questions still remain. If that was the case, if it's just about honoring the place, if it's just about a guard for the purpose of providing the prestige, then why so many guards? Why isn't it just enough to have Kayanim? Why do you need all that guards? Once you have some guards, the place is not empty, the place is not forgotten, the place is not forsaken, it's guarded, it's honored. Number two, why is it that the Tana of the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, found it necessary to mention the guarding of the Beis Hamikdash in Meseches Tamid? And like I mentioned before, Meseches Tamid does not speak about the obligations of the Kayanim per se. It speaks about the Avoidah, the Tamid, the constant service, the day in, day out service, and the regimen of the service how it began, how it went down in the Beis HaMikdash, beginning with the early morning, the crack of dawn, or sometimes before that. We're not talking about the Koyanim's obligation. Speak about it elsewhere. There's other Mesechtas which go more into what the Koyanim's task was, what their obligation was, what their service was needed for. Another question, it would seem that even in Meseches Midois, this wouldn't belong. Why not? Because if you think about it, or in that case also, in the Rambam, the Rambam is speaking about how to build the Beis HaMikdash. The Rambam is describing the requirements of the building. It would seem that even though we made the argument that it's for the Kavod, for the honor of the Beis HaMikdash, the Cheftza, the object needs to be honored. It's just that it happens to be that the Kainim were tasked with this. Still, the argument could be made, and this is the question, it's not the building, it's for the building. It's for the honor of the building, and obviously for Hashem, who the building is for. So why talk about it even in Meseches Midos? And this we get to the novelty, to the Chidush, that the Rebbe makes in Perik Vav, in chapter Vav, in Ois Vav. The Rebbe explains and this is based on a Rosh, that the Rosh gives a reason for why we guarded the Beis HaMikdash. It's not just Kavod, because how do you explain that? What is the Kavod here exactly? Rather, the Rosh explains that the Beis HaMikdash is a place, and this, by the way, would be similar to the same idea of when we put on our tefillin, or when the Kayin Gadol wore his tzitz on his forehead, that you're not allowed to have any 
Hesech Hadas. Hesech Hadas means that you have to constantly be thinking about it. You cannot take your mind off of it. If you take your mind off of it, it's as if the mitzvah is lacking. In the tefillin, for example, the hanachas at tefillin now are lacking. You removed your mind from it. You forgot that they're on you. There are certain things that you don't have to constantly think about, even though you are doing the mitzvah. It's almost like it's being done by default on its own. You wear a pair of tzitzis, you, as long as you wear the tzitzis, yeah, you have a mitzvah. You, 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 you're counting, you're getting points, you're clocking points every second. But you don't have to think about the mitzvah. Even that, the Torah tells us, when you see it, you're going to remember the mitzvahs. When you see it, something's going to happen. But you don't have an obligation to see it all the time. You don't have to look at your tzitzis all the time. Tefillin you do. Likewise, at the base of Mikdash, the Rebbe explains that the building itself, in order to be, so to speak, for lack of a better term, up to code, to have its full value as the holy base of Mikdash, it needs to be constantly thought about by somebody. That's somebody who represents the everybody. And therefore, you need to have the Shemitah. Therefore, you need to have the guard. The guard is there in order to make sure that constantly someone is there. If I was to use a mundane example, a mundane metaphor, you know, they said sometimes about the city that never sleeps. Really? No one sleeps in that city? People sleep. Most of the city sleeps. You can feel the difference between by day, rush hour, and, by, and during the business hours, and at night. LMI, what does it mean? What does it mean when you say the city that no one that 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 never sleeps? Because there's always someone awake. There's always something happening. There's movement. There's there's, there's life. It's not dead, and therefore, it gets coined as the city that never sleeps. The base Amikdash needs to be constantly thought about. The base Amikdash needs to constantly have the attention of the people. The thinking of the people, the awareness, the mindfulness of the people. And therefore, it needs to have the guard. Chapter 7, the Rebbe answers already some of the questions. We already answered the question. Why the Rambam quotes the Psukim at the end? Because it's not directly, uh, um, directly highlighting the way he presents the Halacha. But here we can have a better understanding why it's only at night. During the day... There was a void on the base of Mikdash. What greater mindfulness than that? They were coming and milling about coming and going, all kinds of karbanis and all kinds of avaida. Of course there was mindfulness. There was no need for a guard. And that's why the Rambam emphasizes the mitzvah is at night. At night, when the avaida shuts down, then there is already a possibility of hesechadas, us losing our mindfulness, Especially the Kayanim who work by day, they need a rest. They have a full day ahead of them next day. Whether they're doing the actual Avodah or they're there on standby, they need to rest. They need to sleep. The whole Yerushalayim goes to sleep. Who is going to be there to keep the mindfulness? Who is going to be there to think about it? That is the honor guard. The honor guard is there and they are the ones doing it for everyone else on behalf of everyone. All their all the Kayanim, the brethren, the Levim, and all Am Yisrael. And this explains why it is proper and it makes sense 
the way it was quoted, the fact that it was quoted in Maseches Tamid, the fact that it is quoted in Maseches Midos, and the fact the way it was quoted with all the additions and subtractions. And here it is in chapter 8, Oisches. If you look at Maseches Tamid, what is it about? It's the Tmidius, it's the continuity, the constant avoida, service, mindfulness of the Beis Hamikdash. It fits in. It makes sense. That's where it belongs. In other words, the avoida, the service of the Beis Hamikdash, the upkeep of the Beis Hamikdash, is not just doing the karbanis in the morning, turning on the lights, okay, and let's get to work now, and you close it up at night and you turn on an alarm and forget about the place. The avoida is around the clock. It's just that during the day, the avoida takes the form it takes its place in the form of karbanis, the various things that are offered, the lighting of the night, and so on and so forth. At night, the mindfulness of the Besamikdash, that avoida, keeping the Besamikdash, the upkeep of the building, of the existence of the building, the purpose of the building, the reason of the building, is happening tomid, constantly by the guard. And this actually explains why it only mentions the Koyanim. Because for this, even a minimum presence is enough. One Kayan, in this case, three strategic locations, is enough to have that mindfulness. Someone is constantly, so to speak, on the clock, watching. However, Meseches Midos, which already speaks about not only the mindfulness of the Beis Amikdash, but also the cover, the splendor, the honor of the Beis Amikdash, there already it goes into more detail, describing to us that it's not just a couple of little places here and there where you had some Kayanim watching, but rather it was an entire team of guards, both inside and outside. And those outside already were more accessible in terms of visibility because you weren't allowed inside, but outside technically they could have been seen or somebody would have noticed that there are guards out there, they have their torches burning, they're awake, someone is there, this place is alive, this place, someone's thinking about it, this place hums with life, even when there's no avoida, even when there's no service. And this brings us to an amazing insight that the Rebbe points out, and this is in chapter 9, Oistes. Remember, in Meseches Midois, after describing to us the various locations where the Kayanim guarded and the Levim guarded, tells us interesting information, a nice story. Seems to be, you know, nice historical facts. But halacha? Is this a, a halacha? Is this a, something that we need to know in order to understand halacha? That's what the Mishnah is. It's telling us halacha. It's not telling us stories. Tells us about the the, the person in charge who would constantly walk around and check all the posts and what he would do if somebody fell asleep. Why is this part of the halacha? Why is this part of the building of the Beis Amikdash? An amazing insight. Back in Meseches Tamid, when it described the Kayanim and the Kayanim only, it actually went into a little detail about the Kayanim. Here, actually, in Meseches Midois, it shifts the focus a little more on the Levim. But there it spoke about the Kayanim, the inside of the Beis Amikdash, how some of them went to sleep, they would, how they fold up the garments and so on. It says over there that the guards were not the Kayanim who did the Avaidah, the guards were actually the Roivim. The Reihim are the youths. And in the Gemara, the Gemara explains the Mishnah to say, to mean, 
They were the ones that weren't fit for Avoid at all. They weren't even bar mitzvah. So it's like the older kids that already joined, they wanted to join the ranks, they wanted to help, but they couldn't do Avoida. But they were Kayanim, but they couldn't do Avoida. The question, however, is, if this is a requirement, if this is a Chiyuv of the Beis Amikdash, how do little children do it? How do you have children do it? How does that foot the bill? How is that taking care of the mindfulness like we explained, they don't have das. In other words, by the virtue of them being under bar mitzvah, this is a hesach das, or so it would seem. There's no das there. That's the whole reason why they're not mechuyev a mitzvah. They're not b'nei das. So the Rebbe explains, this is why the Mishnah tells us there was an ish harabayis. By him going from one post to another and making sure that they were awake, and checking on them, he was like a god oil oimed al gabov. There are certain mitzvahs that a cotton can do, but since he's a cotton, if there's an god oimed al gabov, there is an adult standing by and overseeing the work, then it counts. And that's why the Mishnah tells it to us. The Mishnah is telling us that the reason why it counted for mindfulness which is the whole purpose of this mitzvah, to have mindfulness constantly of the Beis HaMikdash, is because there was Ish Harabayis. He was walking around and he was watching all of them. So here to sum it up, we have an answer to every single question. We understand why the Rambam wrote it in his Halacha book, the way he wrote it, and in the Sefer HaMitzvah, the way he wrote it. And this is one of the mitzvahs in our parshas.